Meeting my mom every morning at 9.10 a.m. was possibly my most favorite routine out of 1,000 routines that I had to do every day. Meeting my mom not only forced me to come out of my house and ride my favorite carriage, but it also allowed me to get away from all those useless papers and articles that I was writing. Watching people in the streets and the flowers that seem to grow on their own carelessly help me feel more alive and forget all those helpless and sometimes obnoxious requests that the villagers had from me. Thinking I could save them from those human-looking foxes who only cared about themselves. Looking around the carriage, I realized the color of the cozy sea cushions had changed. They had become purple. This usually meant an important event was happening at my mom's mansion. I rubbed over the soft silk. It felt good, but didn't take away from the empty royalty feeling that I had. The carriage entered a small alley filled with flowers on both sides. The gardener who always waved at me in the mornings while working on the colorful flowers came into view. He brought a smile to my face. As always, I waved at him from the small window of the carriage until he was out of my view. I looked through the back windows to continue watching him work on the art he was creating with nature. Creating flower beds with red flowers sitting at the center and with yellow flowers surrounding them. In all his hard work and kindness, Deep down, I knew that his habit of waving at me every morning could just be something I've earned as a consequence of my title and not because of my own personality. The trees started to shed over the valley and blocked my view of the gardener man. The sound of the horses marching on the ground became slower and slower, 
warning me that we had finally entered through the entrance gates of the mansion. I quickly reached down to grab my small mirror from my purse. I could never let my perfectionist mom see my messy face. I looked at my face in detail. My siblings usually said that I looked like my grandma. The older that I got, the more I could see the resemblance on my own face. I looked at my face in detail. My siblings usually said that I looked like my grandma. The older that I got, the more I could see the resemblance on my own face. But I've also heard that my father's handsome genes as a young man have been passed down to me. We both have an overshaped face, nice brown eyebrows and light brown eyes. My rather small nose and beautiful lips were always the topic of my siblings' conversation and jealousy growing up. But out of all of them, my older sister admired my long and straight chocolate brown hair, which was rather rare in our isolated island. Thinking about it, maybe that's why she always asked me to stand by her during gatherings and parties to help her attract more attention. Her always short and wavy hair didn't stood out as much as my long and straight hair did after all. Or maybe she just wanted to feel that older sister's pride as I had often seen her do when her wide and curious eyes glowed up with excitement whenever she saw me. Do I must admit, standing next to her was also an advantage for me. From my view, my sister's rather chubby face and always red lips gave her a cute cartoon image that could never be forgotten by anyone who even glanced at her. The exact opposite of my expressionless face. I rubbed over my hair to calm down the frizzy baby hairs. My lady, we are getting closer to the mansion. The coachman announced after a few seconds. Thank you, John. I quickly said as I put the mirror back into my purse and waited for the carriage to stop.
John's arm was waiting to help me get off the carriage as I opened the door. Juliana, my mom's maid who always welcomes me into the mansion with her bright face, walked fast and elegantly to the carriage. your service she said the phrase she repeated every day Juliana didn't have a family and hadn't married anyone having grown up in this household since the age of nine or ten years old she was probably the only source of memory I had from my grandmother about her life stories and about her heritage in our family. I looked at the huge entrance door, expecting to see my mother there. The wooden door, which held handcraft designs from the 7th and 8th century kings and queens was still there. But I couldn't see my mother. A shiver ran down my spines as I didn't see her there. I didn't take another step forwards. Juliana looked at me with an understanding face and walked closer. Her face was neither worried nor stressed, which gave me some peace. But I could see some excitement and some tears rolled in her eyes. She quickly said, Good morning, Miss Blaine. I nodded, not being able to respond anything except for my mom, Juliana. She quickly responded. Of course, ma'am. I'm sorry that she wasn't able to come and welcome you. Juliana, is she okay? I had to cut her words. Of course! She exclaimed suddenly, but then put herself together again and become more quiet. You have a special celebration tonight, miss. The earring of wanting to spill the news rolled in her eyes. Her facial expression showed that the first living person that appears in front of her would be the lucky person to get all the tea. 
and the person happened to be me. Watching her excitement relieved my stress. However, the thought of having more events happening in this house was stressful enough to start a new set of worries in me. I put my hands on her shoulders to calm her down. Take a few breaths, Juliana. Your face is about to explode. Juliana took a few short breaths and calmed down for a few seconds, but then returned to her excited state. No, not like that. I said as I love a letter. Raise your hands and inhale deep. Hold and then exhale while bringing your hands down. But, ma'am, Juliana's face become even redder. Do it, Julie. I used her shortened name. I smiled at her, giving up on the thought of calming her down. Julie suddenly stopped me as I was walking towards the entrance door. Your father will also be present at the party tonight, she quietly said. As I entered the mansion, I saw two unfamiliar young maids walk towards me to grab my hat and purse. They both had beautiful shining eyes that glowed with curiosity. They seemed to be only around 16 to 17 years old, very hesitant to approach me. I handed them my purse and hat knowing that it was a part of their job protocol to introduce themselves to me on their first day. I walked slowly towards the library, walking on the wide and long carpet that led to the library's door. I looked through the tall windows that filled the left walls opening up the view to the garden. As always, the long tables at the bottom of the tall windows were filled with beautiful flowers and family pictures, and the tall and heavy curtains of the windows were opened to allow sunshine inside the house. Two long sofas sat directly in front of windows by the opposite wall. 
creating the perfect guest area for small gatherings. As I got closer to the end of the hall, where the door of the library was, the skinny door in the corner came into view. The two young maids who had initially grabbed my hat and pours entered through the skinny door. I remembered sneaking through that door as a young girl. The mysterious room that I had built with my imagination to be a dreamy world filled with colorful clouds and unicorns turned out to be a narrow and dark staircase. I forced myself down the stairs, one shaky knee after another. As I took the last step, the aroma of the delicious stew filled my entire body. Slowly, the sound of the waiters and cooks working in the kitchen filled the air. The short staircase led to a hallway filled with doors, each of them leading to small rooms where the people working for us lived. I remember Juliana running out of the kitchen and guiding me back to the library. I knocked on the library's door. My mom's calm and serious voice echoed through. Come in, my dear. Her voice caused me to check my appearance what last time before entering. Everything seemed perfect, but according to Juliana, something was still missing in me. She moved closer with fast-paced steps and fixed the bow behind my dress. Your back bow needs a leather fixing, ma'am. She said as she skillfully untied the ribboned bow and tightened it around my waist, finishing it off with a special knot. She whispered on my ear. Your mother carefully checks every single detail on you, ma'am. Especially you. You're the best fitted lady out of them all. Especially with your long and chocolate brown hair. I looked at her excited eyes. Juliana bowed a letter and walked to the door in the corner that led to the white recess resting area. My mom called out a second time. Jane, dear, come in. Mom's library was the only place that I could meet my mom without being interrupted. I entered the library and walked towards my mom who was standing between the two grand pianos located diagonally from each other by the back wall. The back wall 
was actually a very large window that covered the entire wall, opening another view to the garden behind the mansion. Long handsome and richly designed curtains mixed with some lace material often beautifully covered enough of the sunlight so that it was never too hot or cold inside the library. I walked between the tall and long shelves of books that covered both of the side walls. It looked like more books had been added to the collection on the very top shelves, almost hitting the roof. I passed by the long sofa and rather thin coffee table that created the separation between the two spaces for the library and the pianos. Mom analyzed me in detail as I walked towards her. She pulled me in for a warm hug and whispered. You're beautiful and lovely as always. I looked at her excited eyes. How are you? I'm good, dear. I have something very important to tell you, but I think it would be best if you sit down for a second and have some juice first. She held my hand and lightly pulled me towards this small circular table with two chairs that was located by the back windows, sitting right in between the two pianos. I've always loved this part of the library. She pointed at the circular table and continued. It's filled with the calm wind and soft sunlight of the morning. I have to catch a meeting at 10 a.m. I said, as she walked towards her waiter bell. She rang the bell, ignoring what I said. You know, she continued after a moment of hesitation, I'd like it uh, if we had lunch together today. She pulled out the chair for me, sat on the opposite side and suddenly held my hand. I stayed silent. I have something important to tell you, she repeated. I smiled. I know what you want to say, mom. It's about tonight's party, right? And uh, that, uh, that is going to be here too. I calmly said. That nosy Juliana, she suddenly exclaimed. I just giggled a little and nodded my head in subtle agreement, trying to calm her down. So listen, she continued. 
We are going to have a large party tonight and you are going to present the article you have been writing in front of everyone. You're not serious, right? What uh, I'm writing about is just a guess. It's an opinion. No one's going to accept it.